and welcome to Only Human, my podcast that's all about opening up about the things that I'm finding tough right now, plus sharing advice and tips on the things that are helping me in the hope that they might help you too. This week, I want to talk to you about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a subject that I have overlooked, and I think that we've all had some pretty um, pretty standout moments in our life where we've been in a position where we've had to ask ourselves the question, do I want to forgive this person or not? So a lot of people will listen to this and think, well, why should I forgive? And we've all got something in mind, haven't we? The minute that I, I walked in the studio this morning and asked that question, you, know, you can tell that it, it just brings that thing, that moment, that experience, that trauma to the surface for people. So why forgive? Well, I guess what we have to ask ourselves is, well, what do we want to carry? What purpose does it serve to actually hold on to resentment? It gives us a feeling of protection, I think. Sometimes if we hold on to the resentment and we keep it literally in front of our faces, then that person or that thing or that issue, um, it's much less likely to happen again if I continue to display my displeasure at what happened. The problem with that is whilst we might feel on a subconscious level that it's protecting us, actually what we're doing is we're carrying that weight. So now visually, just imagine that you're looking at yourself and that if the thing that you're holding on to and you're not forgiving someone for was an actual weight, what would it weigh? Where would you be carrying it? Can you just look at yourself as you go through each day with it either in your pocket, if it's a small thing, or across your shoulders, maybe, you know, literally across your back, you're holding it in your arms. And is it actually restricting you and limiting you from being able to move, you know, and to be able to do and be in life as you generally would like to be without these things following you? What are the benefits of forgiveness? Well, you get to resolve the anger. You don't experience the anxiety and depression that comes as a result of holding on to things. Because I honestly feel that physical uh, as well as mental issues will absolutely accrue when you're holding on to the baggage of the past, holding on to things that make you trigger into a feeling of resentment and bitterness and anger towards somebody or something that happened in your life. The other benefits, you get to restore a sense of peace and calm, which is just absolutely vital that we are able to access that in our quieter moments as opposed to being catapulted into turmoil because we've sat still for a second. It raises our self-esteem. It's a restoration, I think, of the ability to think positively. It strengthens us spiritually, gives us the ability to hope. It also gives us a greater capacity for conflict resolution. I'd worry that... If we're not forgiving people from the past, that big thing, then actually um, forgiving people for minor things becomes a trait that we that we typically struggle with. And, and again, that means that because we're holding on to the big thing, actually it's going to attract a load of little things as well. And I think that mass, that weight that we've got on our shoulders actually begins to get bigger and bigger. And that to me is a, a huge worry. It also gives us, I think, the ability to self-soothe because ultimately we're putting ourselves first. We can absolutely hold on to anything we want, but we know that it's a negative for us moving forwards. And I know that when I feel 
um, those really unresourceful feelings, I know I want to get out of them. I know they don't serve me. I know there's an issue that's creating them, but I might not control those things. So I always think, and I love the term and the expression, control the controllables. There are some things we don't. There are some things we absolutely do. So we need to look at what the controllables are when it comes to being in a situation where we need to forgive. So when I felt wronged, I felt anger, resentment, revenge was on my mind. Um, You know, I'm not going to go into any details as to what that looked like because sometimes in anyone's mind, no matter how good a person you are or you think you are, um, sometimes you can absolutely think some ridiculous things. So here's what I did in order to unravel that, break that down and come away from it. And by the way, it's not an instant quick fix. It's definitely a process. So I knew it was really important for me to just sit with the undesirable emotions that I was going through, not to act on them. First and foremost, let's not act on any of these emotions that we are going through. I think the judicial system is probably based on uh, rules and laws that were put in place ultimately to stop people from reacting to things in a certain way. I used journaling uh, as a means to be able to write down and reflect on the things that I was feeling, um, to note and observe, to read actually how you felt last week or yesterday uh, is really beneficial because it shows you how your thoughts and that thinking process, the, the process of forgiveness is actually a journey as opposed to something we arrive at instantly. I also know to ramp up kindness I know that when I feel a certain way, if I'm kind, it's a way of me deflecting that negative thought process um, and actually creating good karma, uh, good energy, good vibrations by just being kind. And you see that in the walk and talks and um, the things that I post on Instagram. Um, You know, I benefit from these things too. This is what keeps me balanced. This is what keeps me from sitting there thinking about things that I don't want to think about. We can also use gratitude, thinking about the five things that we've enjoyed over the course of the day. We can also do something that um, pops up in so many exercises in coaching and therapy generally, and that's to write a letter of thanks to the individual that you perceive yourself to be on the receiving end from. That is really freeing. I mean, you don't even have to send it. Most people wouldn't. It wouldn't be appropriate to do so. But writing a letter of thanks kind of just stops things there. Um, It's so releasing to be able to do that. And as I say, it doesn't have to be received by the other person. I think maybe some other really important steps towards achieving forgiveness is really just the protection of your peace and alignment. I don't think that's on everyone's radar. I don't think everyone realizes that when you choose to persist with those negative feelings towards someone, you're actually knocking yourself off track. And you could say, yeah, but that's their fault but then that's, that's us not taking responsibility. If you're able to take accountability for whatever it is that frees you from that feeling of resentment, then all of a sudden your path can carry on as it was. I really, really hold dear the protection of my peace and alignment. And maybe it's something that I had, haven't learned until recently, but my alignment is something that I work really hard at. So I'm not going to let somebody wobble it. I'm not going to let someone affect it. I'm not going to let someone stamp on it or, or, or come in and basically ruin all of the hard work and development that I've put in. 
So I want peace. I hold that at a high price. I think that's invaluable with all the turmoil that's going on in life generally. I think from a survival point of view, the more peace and alignment that we've got, the more ready we are for what comes next. So I don't want to completely be all consumed by this situation and take my eye off the ball because then I really am vulnerable. As I said earlier, I know why people might hold on to it. Is There's many reasons as to why we might like to. But whether you consider yourself a victim or not, just know that we all have choice and that ultimately carrying this, this resentment um, along with you doesn't necessarily protect you from it happening again. And all it really does is, is stop us from moving as freely as we'd like to and it limits our potential. So anyone who's struggling with this, I, I absolutely agree in that forgiveness absolutely doesn't change the past or what has happened to you, but it absolutely changes the future. From a law of attraction point of view, what you think about, you bring about. So the more you think about that conflict and the feeling that it has on you and that feeling of being a victim, the more likely it is that that, that feeling and that situation will sustain and we might even attract more reasons to feel the same. None of us want that. It doesn't mean that we have to forgive someone straight away. It doesn't mean, or certainly I'm not encouraging, that we would be a doormat or be soft or um, you know, allow people to treat us badly. We can forgive things but still move away from people that we know are only going to give us the same thing. All it means is that when we move away from these people, we don't take the feelings that they put on us with us because that's our choice. Another thing someone else might be thinking right now is how do I get justice? Uh, I think the justice really comes from you letting go. Um, that's that's something that you can be proud of. You can look at and say, I must be really strong because forgiveness is an absolute character trait as much as a process. It's definitely a, a, an unburdening and I think justice is, is not necessarily something you get as a result of getting the apology that you might never get and some people do hang around an awful long time for that apology that that person is actually not able to give. And if they're not able to give it and if they're not able to take responsibility, then what responsibility do you take for the fact that you hung around waiting for it? So the justice is that you get to move on without the burden. Again, remembering that carrying that burden doesn't protect you from these things happening again. In life, let's be honest, we're all going to face traumatic situations. We're all going to experience loss. We're all going to experience someone doing something that really hurts our feelings or puts us through unnecessary pain. So I guess, to put it neatly, what will dictate our experience of life is how quickly we're able to move on or through these experiences of trauma at the hands of somebody else's indiscretions. I think that gives us a huge motivation to look into and to improve and to develop our ability to forgive and forget. But whilst forgiving, we must learn from the lessons as well. At some point, you'll look back and you'll be able to actually say thank you for these lessons because they truly shaped you into the person that you are today. All of the things that happen to us that are difficult and uncomfortable and really put us in a spot where we have to dig deep to find some resources that we didn't realise that we had, this is growth. This is taking us to being a better version of ourselves. So as I say, when the time is right, you can look at these situations that you were catapulted in either in childhood or young adult life or in relationships and you can just say thank you.
be so many reasons why we could be sitting there thinking, shall I forgive, shan't I? For many people, it will absolutely feel like a, a, a rigid no. And I understand that there are so many different situations we can find ourselves in. There are so many different ways that we can feel that we're a victim and none of those are invalid. All of them um, have merit and I shouldn't need to tell you that. You should obviously realise that yourself. I think what it comes down to is readiness and whether you're in a position to uh, forgive or not. And you might be listening to this getting a little bit upset. You might feel triggered by the fact that we're even talking about forgiveness. You're listening to the subject of forgiveness when you are just nowhere near ready. It might be too raw. It might be too soon. But at some point, you at least know and have conscious awareness now that you have the option. I think a big question we have to ask ourselves is, are we forgivable? Are we good at forgiving ourselves when we mess up? You know, we can't be perfect all the time. In fact, you know, rarely, rarely do we ever sort of hit those highs. But when we do mess up, when we do something silly or when we embarrass ourselves or embarrass others, actually, are we good at just letting that go? Is there a right or wrong time to forgive? I think generally we all know when we've had enough of feeling a certain way. Um, I think it's very human of us to just sit in whatever the pain is, um, to process it, to reflect on it. Uh, but we'll all know when that day comes where we feel, right, I'm ready to move forwards. And hopefully some of the tips that have been given in this episode will help. I think we definitely forgive quicker as we age. I know that when I was younger, I was probably trying to be a little bit more perfect than I realised was possible. Um, or I was worried about other people's judgment, or I was particularly self-conscious about stepping out of line and standing out for the wrong reasons. Now I'm in my 40s, I just don't care anymore. And actually, I realise that failure doesn't exist and that mistakes are what we need to make in order to grow. If you don't make mistakes, then you're never going to know what to do next. No one goes through life treading that straight path perfectly. It just doesn't exist. Em, I've spoken a lot about forgiveness at this point. I would like to hear what other people have to say. Yes, we've had some messages in. We've had quite a few. We've had one from Lucy and she wants some advice on letting go. Uh, she says it's something I massively struggle with when it comes to change. Uh, Lucy, thanks very much for that. Um, I would say letting go is something that I'm getting to know better and better as uh, as the weeks go go past of late. Um, I would say that um, I think we set ourselves up for a really rough ride if we expect it to be easy or if we expect it to to be over within a certain time period. Um, I think, you know, almost um, similarly to, to grief in a way that if we're letting go of something that has been there for some time, that actually there is going to be a period of, uh, of feeling lost, of feeling lonely, uh, and obviously all these things that we'd really like to avoid. Um, but if we're in the process of letting go and we're creating that space, then we want something better um, or more suitable, more appropriate to fill that space in the future, then we've got to, uh, I guess, incorporate courage. I guess we need to, to remind ourselves at times why we did embark on that path in the first place. Um, I always find it's helpful to, to journal because you can always reflect back at how you were feeling at the time that you made that decision uh, because we know that sometimes we can be in a very different mindset a couple of weeks, a month down the line when all of a sudden we've forgotten why we made the decision and all we're left with is that sense of not belonging, that sense of no one holding us in mind or nobody actually being our person. And, you know, that can be really 
difficult for for any of us. But look, there's always some ways to distract ourselves in the early stages. I'd say ignore all of those, actually. And the the human way or the best way, the most long-term and productive way is to just sit in that challenge. Yeah, bravery, um, have that written explanation to yourself as to why it is that that you've started or instigated whatever the change is that you're going through. Um, And that will always be useful to refer back to at times of weakness, vulnerability, uh, loneliness, dejection, um, you know, and all of the above. But listen, it's incredibly human that we would feel these things um, when we're describing something being there and then something all of a sudden not being, um, which would, of course, be incredibly tough. Okay, we've had one from Kaylee. I would like to hear why does it affect me so much when rejected and how do I deal with that? Well, look, being rejected is incredibly difficult for anyone for any reason. You can add layers to that in that, you know, if you rejected as a child, if you feel like you've been rejected sort of uh, in your adult life before, then it's almost a reminder of the fact that we're maybe not worthy of love or we're not good enough. You know, you might actually be describing being rejected from a job, which can be really difficult because we feel like we're not good enough. If we just broaden our view slightly on that subject, um, it's likely that we are going to be rejected a number of times in life. And actually, we would want to be, if we were having a spot on attitude, we'd want to be rejected a number of times because it means that we're on the edge of our comfort zone. It means that we're pushing for jobs that we're probably not qualified to do, but we would grow to be qualified to do um, when we have some experience of, of, of actually performing that role. It might manifest itself as you trying to chat up someone that you actually think, nah, she's out of my league, but I'll go for it anyway. I think it's the, it's the whole, if you don't buy a ticket thing, isn't it? I think rejection can really hurt in the moment. Um, but if we're being honest and we're broadening our view, Uh, Let's just say that if we're not being rejected, whether that's by employers or potential employers, whether that's by um, girlfriends or, uh, you know, people that we're talking to in a coffee shop or on a date with, um, ultimately it just means that we're not trying hard enough. We're not being brave enough. We're not being courageous enough to dare to be, to dare to love, to dare to try. Uh, And I think when we stop doing those things, we live a very small and sheltered and limited life. So I want to congratulate you for the fact that you've been rejected. It might seem like a really weird response and a weird perspective, but actually the fact that you're rejected means that you're comfortable with coming out of your comfort zone, and I applaud you for that. We've also had some advice from uh, Brian, and he says it's all about adapting to the situations as they turn up in your life. You usually hit rock bottom before you pull yourself around Focus on the future and what the future means to you. Love that. Look at the path ahead because that's the only one that you're about to encounter because ultimately you can't rewind a few years, can you? I know a lot of us would like to to try that. We'd like to avoid all those pitfalls, mistakes, rejections, heartbreaks. Uh, But the truth is they're all lessons and they're all making you stronger. They're making you uh, more resilient um, and they're giving you the ability to make better choices on that path ahead. So this gentleman is absolutely right. Look forward and you get to decide which direction you build your path and what you build your path out of and what you build your path on. So get your trowel, get your concrete and cement and start building a good one.
Thank you so much for listening to Only Human. This is the last episode of this season. However, you can listen to previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Absolute Radio app, or wherever you get yours. If you'd like more support or advice, please go to absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash time to listen, where you can find details of some amazing organisations that we work with who can help. Whatever you face in 2023, I hope this podcast has helped. Until next time, take care.